G'day punters, welcome to the Mailbag previewing the finals day at Flemington HQ Rails in the True, Peter? Yes. I believe it's the True. Uh, we've got Josh and Jonathan joining us today. Thanks for being here, boys. Powered by ponyform.com.au, sectional database. We all use it, you should too. Betfair.com.au. Uh, you get the best odds and uh, hydrated by Goat Lager, except Jonathan and Peter hydrated by uh, Dilma, is it? Green tea. Uh, whatever I found in the bottom of the cupboard here at, at Pete's joint. Oh. Um, we'll get to the aliens, and he's also got another conspiracy theory for us uh, in a little bit. We'll knock over some viewer questions first off the top. What was that question we had this morning, boys? It was from Anthony about quality handicaps, I believe. Yeah, so... Um, min weight being 56. All races are qualities with the min 56 kilos. No apprentices can claim. Suits the horse at the top of the weights more? Question mark. No, more, no one gets in light. Or you treat every race on its merits. Boys, any thoughts for, the, for Anthony here? Well, it's just, it's finals day, hence there's no claiming jockeys. And the weights have gone from 54 to 56 due to COVID. So it's sort of, this is... This is a different kind of finals day. Next year, they'll be back to 54 and 60 kilos as the top weights. So, your hand, the handicap scale suits proven horses, I suppose, more than the... Yep. Yeah. It's winter time. It's different in spring. Each race on its merits. Yeah. But there's not a bigger spread, so the better horses are better. Probably have to be careful on horses also that coming off a win, if they've had an apprentice claim on, their handicap will have been put up. That's how handicapping works. Yeah. And then if they've had an apprentice last start, it's like a double whammy because they're copying double the weight because they, the apprentice can't claim this start if the apprentice is riding. Yeah. Which is it's why it's good even playing field. But yeah, like if the, the horse hasn't proven with a big weight, yeah. then you probably want to, if you play into weight factors, you know, maybe the sprints and things like that. Well, that, that's why I thought we'd ask the question because Josh is very astute with the weights and the handicaps and probably goes down the table in order of what gives a shit about it, to be honest. Oh, you, you'd care for it? I care for the jockeys. I'd, I'd much rather put five kilos on a horse and a, and a senior rider than a, yeah. than yep. a cripple apprentice. Yeah. yeah. What apprentices do you like that? I'm not allowed to do that because as soon as I say one, they'll go out and ride a Melbourne Cup winner. <laughs> no. So I'll just well, keep on laying and potting the ones in my Which own. apprentices are you a fan of at the moment, boys? Oh, Will Price is riding as good as anyone in the country. Stockdale's, I think, the best at the moment. I don't, Stockdale's been around for a long time, though. It's going good. What do yeah. we think of Carleen Heffel? Rise winners. Need to give her a she ride. Beats, she beats the... In the city. <coughs> I think... Um, fascinated to see what this Lockie Nightoff does. Yeah, we, when awful. he was riding in lost. Adelaide, he was, um, he, was, he was bloody good. I think you need to give him, say, a month. Like, yeah. Even like he got the... Even like the Dean Moore, Rod, Newitt... Even those experienced veterans who came back because of COVID, it took them two or three weeks to sort of get into the groove of it. Who do you, you know, Rod's, Rod's a proper jockey. Yeah, but he didn't ride a winner probably till last week, week before. Yeah, but they've got to put him on the right horses. Yeah, that's well. the same yeah. thing's going to happen for Lockie. Probably so Singapore mean. racing is very different to... Teodor Nugent's still a, still a good little rider. Yeah, I think he's a good rider. Anyone else we missed? Good work, Peter. Um... Now, we're going to quickly talk about the change of tactics rule just quickly to get it out of the way because it was erupted on Twitter. Here's, and, and I had a question, we had another question on like how we use punting form. So if you want to pause the video, open up your punting form. I'm going to do race two yesterday at Sandown very briefly. I'm going to look at just speed mapping the race. So this is essentially how 
any punter would get a, an opinion or get upset about a change of tactics because they'd do a speed map and if the horses are ridden different to the way you thought they were going to be mapped, then you might get upset. So the reason the horse we're going to focus on is number four, Azar. Uh, first, it's a second ever start, so there's no real pattern um, identified. But as one and only start, the horse settled ninth of ten horses. There's nothing in the stewards' report to suggest that it missed the start or there was any excuse for where it was in run. They went extremely slow to the 600, so it wasn't a... I know it was a 1,000 metre race, but there was no speed in the race. So, from my point of view, when I go to map the, this race, this horse starts in the back half of the field for me, just off that. Then I watch the market and I see there's good support coming for that horse. It's on Sandown Lakeside, which is probably going to be eight times out of ten on pace suited. So if there's money coming for this horse, second ever start, yes, it's a good form race it's coming from, but that's going to be intent. And it's drawn inside, so it's probably going to be intent. So you move the horse forward. I had the horse just better than midfield on my map. I didn't have it as... 1-1, one, one, because I think I, I assumed that they would ride for intent. Because you're at the lakeside. Because I'm at the lakeside and there's money come. But when they've taught the horse to be cold first start, just because they want to be positive, often they try to be positive and the horse isn't positive because it's not what the horse has been taught. Um, my point, I guess, is, is if we're bringing in someone new to the sport, like someone who doesn't understand horse racing but has money and wants to bet, which is what the whole industry needs... How confusing is this rule? Oh, the rule's confusing. The Maiden's probably not a good example. I reckon the, you can go back a couple of years when Michael Walker rode one of Wallers at Caulfield and the stewards called him in and they said, oh, you didn't advise that you'd change your tactics. And he said, well, do you want me to win or not? Yeah. And, and he said, well, the... I couldn't win from back there, so why wouldn't I go forward on the thing? Yeah. Yeah, the rule, the rule is stupid, but because the rule exists, yeah. it turns like jockeys and trainers, like that example, yeah. into like a half a cheat mm. for, for making a great decision. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. He goes, but, but, but because the, the rule's horse, there, yeah. though, yeah. Yeah. when someone's coming into the sport, it's just more confusion mm. to a yeah. very hard thing to understand. It's, it's, it's got to be played two ways. It's either got to be when the blokes nominate these horses, like, would it be hard to have four comments or something that the trainer puts down next to the horse? on the morning of the race or something like that. I don't know. But no, it should be it should be like when you accept on a race, when you're clicking to accept on the race. Oh, you can't. You're not going to know until you do, this, do the speed maps yourself. Yeah. Okay, well, at some yeah. point, they just need to say, so well, they, we, settled, we settled second last on debut. If we jump... Like, they don't yeah. have to say we're going to lead. No. If we jump well, we're going to be we positive. We should be positive. Which, yeah. is, a, which or, is complete utter noise. It doesn't mean anything. Hmm. The rules probably doesn't need to be. It either. probably just doesn't need to be there. I the think rule, my, that's that, my point. This rule be, should go. I think they should just clarify. Like, they don't have it in a lot of countries around the world, so what, why do we have it here? What's it changing? Is it something to do with the integrity? The integrity I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure you could... The integrity's probably gotten worse because of this, because of all the punters now getting annoyed with it. And it's, but it's a distraction. It's not... Yeah, exactly. And you're waiting for the change of tactics on a runner. You don't get them. You get the market support. Then you get Racing New South Wales, <coughs> and they'll tweet out two minutes before the jump saying this thing's... I've seen it multiple times in the last two or three weeks on Twitter. Two minutes before the jump, everyone's invested already. The price is gone. Someone knows from the... Yeah. Clearly, there could be someone also with Intel... There's getting inside information that they're going to push forward on a runner, so it's just it's just no good. Leave it, just leave it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated for, from growing the sport point of view, but from a point of view of you at home, if you are betting more, like you're into the sport, the market is a much better guide to intent than the stewards 
notifying you via Twitter that the stable's notified. The biggest them. problem about this rule, I've got no problems with horses changing tactics to try. I've got more problems with the horses changing tactics that they can't. Oh, like can't Cor- Caulfield last week, there was two or three that uh, will be attempt to be ridden with cover. Which basically it's like, says mate, it's, it's a complete like on pace bias, disgraceful deck in regard to like a fair racing track. Mm. And you've basically just said, this is a trial. Yeah, so how do you go about that? So if you've got something, you know, single figures and they go, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna cop the sit and go back. Is that pulling them up? And then who's laying them and who's, you know, who's mm. moving the markets? It's, it's a very murky, murky situation. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, so to do with punting forms, just to finish off on how I'd use it, you can go scroll through a field and you can see the position in run they sat on your punting form like, screen. Mm. And you can start to build your speed map from I that. actually use the drop-down boxes with the time, so I prefer the, yeah. the 200 metre splits, yep. personally. Cause Perfect. It, yeah, because they can sit. Obviously, if you, you're going from the country and whatever else, and it, yes, it might point. say leading, but it's leading with 12 seconds, 12 oh, and a half, yeah. and that. Well, it's not going to lead in the city, is it? So yeah. you, can, you can amalgamate the two, look over it first, and then drop, use a drop-down box and go to the times. I think on when the, you get deeper into it, you then start to the adjust for, for jockeys and for trainers from certain alleys, like Waller outside, yeah. going to go back, Waller inside, probably going to try and push yeah, up. Yeah, it's probably methods that if you have some... <laughs> Waterhouse just goes forward at all cost. How good? And with no. the Azar example, the first run was over a thousand. Leading over a thousand is completely different to leading over thirteen hundred yep. and pushing forward. Yeah. Yep. There's a slight scale maybe that you think if you work it in your head, like a thousand meters, if they've settled, you know, just off midfield, then there could be midfield or better over thirteen hundred yesterday. So probably something with a good alley given and a good jockey. Um, then you probably want to factor that into your maps as well, just, oh, just to be careful, because it's not going to be the same over each distance. Which is what we're trying to say is we, we expected the horse to race similar to how it raced. It's just that the rule makes it grey. Yeah, the bigger shock in the race to me was Craig Williams on not a Zach, not leading. Awful. Filthy. Anyway. So I had to go on Daniel's arrows with two bottles of red. Yeah, and then I watched a bit of Ancient Aliens. We've got through two and a half episodes. Um, so we're going to get on the aliens quickly before we start. <laughs> um, two and a half episodes in, a lot of it is very odd. And the <laughs> blokes speaking have like weird earrings and like, fucking weirdos. hair straighteners and stuff like that. Um, but there was a one point, what, what was the point I mentioned? The, the rocks. The Carnic Stones. The Carnic Stones somewhere in Europe. That got me thinking a bit. I'm starting to be a bit of a believer i certainly think there's a lot more credibility to aliens existing than to jesus christ existing jesus christ was an alien we've gone through <laughs> this he's a he's a he's a, he's a god but the gods were aliens <laughs> into it. that's what i was trying to do yeah. yeah all right race five at fluent opponents it's over it's down the straight 1200 meters uh it's a good race this some nice horses uh, Peter, can we just completely discount number one great again unless it absolutely pisses down? No, I think it'll be soft enough and there'll be some rain around, especially if there's rain during the race. I, I, that was the way I was landing in this race. Probably could forgive last start, wasn't suited versus the day, didn't end up in a position where they would have been happy there. I think it draws to get the best part of the track here from 10. Rod on, positive jockey change. We talked about him just before. We saw it won really well down the straight first start here in Victoria. Uh, that's the horse that I'm pretty keen to be following to this race. I thought if there was one of the closers that was entitled to, to go pretty well, it was Rich Charm. But you know, I'm happy to have uh, have a crack at great again here. Josh, what do you got? 
Uh, I thought the jockey placement of Malibu's style with Ollie going on uh, is massive. This horse loves the Flemington straight. Whether or not it's probably too deep into this prep, I'm not too sure, but at the price, $13, I'm happy to take it. I feel like it's the SP profile might be even shorter with uh, probably not as good jockeys on as Ollie. Gets the outside draw. Uh, Tabasan, I think, will be the one that will be hard to beat. For me, I'd have that favourite over I Am Someone. But the price, probably not taking it. Lord Von Costa, well in as well. Craig still sits. This horse is going pretty well. Loves the straight. Loves the straight. Um, but for me, it's probably around that. Milwaukee, scary over gate one, given a little bit of rain around uh, in Fury by the track, but also loves the straight. One of those races where they just, they've all got straight form and it's hard to, hard to knock them. But for me, Malibu style at the price. I could. Um, I'm going with the three horses that all had uh, issues in the run last start, which is Rich Charm, which found a similar brick wall to that that Milwaukee found. They all just did not get clear running at all in the straight and a crack at them. And um, High Stranger copped a massive check in that three-year-old race, and they're talking up how big of run uh, uh, the, the front page was. Well, High Stranger was as good. Mm. Well, it wasn't as good, but it would the have run finished. had as much merit. Oh, it had a heap of merit. When they get the knocked over like that and, they, and it kept finding on the line, I like those horses. I'm not discounting it at, at odds, but um, yeah, Rich Charm and Milwaukee on top. Uh, if they all go to the outside rail, Milwaukee might, the barrier one might not be that big, big a disadvantage. You're just sucking behind them and could peel out, peel uh, out to I the I think left. this size field, um, rail true, inside's probably better. Well, it's, it's certainly not in my mind it's not a massive disadvantage in this, there's, a, not, there's no horses here no. they've all got like three metres of fresh air each I, if they want it I could, yeah. I could back three horses in this race if the odds allow with Rich well Milwaukee and Stranger <laughs> are both going to be close to double figures and Rich Charm on, Rich Charm on its best form is the best horse in this race it won down the straight cup day I, I, mean, I, not I cup agree day, cup week, I agree know. but I just feel like it's sort of priced like yeah. it's done it and Price it hasn't done it for a while um was huge it, second it, up. It's probably the first horse I found when I did the form here, but six dollars five fifty seems short. So I I just found the race too hard to suggest betting into because even like we haven't mentioned Snitzcraft, it's pretty consistently running good races. Good splits last start as well. Like mm. I agree, I'd probably if I had to pick two, it'd be Milwaukee and Lord Costa. Um, but. I just find I'm someone like we're getting half the price like it was last start because it won. We were with it then. I feel like I've got money there. <coughs> That'll be enough for me. Uh, what What's the next race, Peter? Uh, we'll go to race seven over seven. the 1,600 metres. Synthetic held. Speed map. That's what you usually say. Yeah, sorry, mate. This is a big race. It's a There's a lot of angles here. Race. I think this is Thursday there's a lot of horses still in I think Barossa Kiss dance ready Charlie surely goes forward from 17 they can't sneak again here uh, Smoke Bomb's got good speed when it jumps Maserati Bay and this uh, Lindsay Smith horse Garimpiro Garimpo how am I saying that Peter? I've got no idea I think Grinzinger Ali will be pretty positive from two um, who wants to go? No, it's a rabbit. I'll, I'll go. Oh. Um, I wanted to find um, Alphaville. But, yeah, I, I thought it was a big price. Then I look at the speed map. I think it's going to be a strong run race. I think it's going to 
run a good race this thing, but I just don't like the map enough to, to want to bet. Uh, Charlize is a horse I love, and I'll probably end up specking if I bet into the race, but the main horse I think is worth backing here is uh, Grinzing at Alley. Looks like it's nicely set up to peak here. Uh, gets a soft draw. Melon, if he just pings and just jumps and puts it into the race, he'll be no worse in midfield. Rail true. He should be able to get out and get a good go. Big straight. Uh, I think uh, Grinzinger Alley is the best each way bet. Walking flying. Hard to knock what it's been doing recently, but I think the lack of early speed in barrier one sees it sort of well worse in midfield on the fence, which is a bigger risk than the midfield fence. Down to horses, they like Barbie's Fox and No Change right down the bottom of the market. I think they're both capable of winning. Yeah, I, I found Grinzinger Alley as well um, for a lot of the reasons you said. I don't think the horse was suited last start as well. Probably not all prep. Yeah, exactly. And I thought just given the map, it probably profiles to sit more forward here. Uh, Melon obviously sticking like that. Um, and just been running, if you look at the punting form data, it's just got some really strong figures over the mile. So for me, I was happy to have that horse as a play. And then... As you've, you've already mentioned, a couple of those roughies at a bigger price. Alphaville, obviously, the, the draw's a little bit sticky, but respect Willow, and he'll probably be able to extricate it at some point. And then no change. That was the other horse that I thought was running good enough splits. Looks like the mile will be suitable. Wasn't suited again last start. So those were the three I was looking to play around. No, no change could get a really good, yeah, really good mat. Like, if, if Poi pings, and yeah. he could be sort of midfield. Wouldn't surprise. And I mean, if you're on track, you'd be sort of neutralising him in play. And how confident are you that Charlize is going forward? I know it gets blinkers on, and there's a, you know, there's a jockey change there as well. It wasn't suited last We're start, the biggest stable in the country. We'll ask for the stewards report. Yeah, can, can we ask for it pre-race? Pre <laughs> yeah, change of tactics. Or it, would, it would be a change of... See, would that be a change of tactics if Charlize goes forward? What? Surely. Surely, but it's usually led in a maiden over twelve hundred yeah, meters. It's, so it's been midfield on pace. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like if it, okay, well, what, okay. What's it, I'm saying? It goes forward. It hasn't shown it this prep. So I'm saying it goes back. We're just going to be positive out of the barrier and, and where the horse is comfortable. We're going to yeah. put it. Josh, uh, I think it goes back. Okay, so one, two, fence sitting. Fence sitting. Yeah, but you know what the. Without blowing too much wind up uh, your backside, Dicko, these races... This doesn't... You don't like the list. No, this is... If we're back on track, yeah, yeah. you could see physically which horse was primed for this race because mm. there's a lot of them with a chance. Um, is it their grand final? Do you know what I mean? Well, and, and they're younger horses too. They're sweating up or two playing Two more up. factors for us on course is the, the yard, mm. but it's the seventh race. The so we've got a real good idea of the pattern. And... And the way that the rain's come, if it has come. Cause if, and if the field stays as big as it is, there will be horses be like Alphaville that could likely, because it's got Craig on, get a really nice toe three wide. Yeah. I don't want to be on Alphaville if it sort of thins out and he's still three wide and got to make all the work. Yeah. But if it stays this big field, he'll get, get towed the in. into the race. You're a big uh, Salika fan, I think, Jeff. Yeah, I was. Um, not, didn't, couldn't find it here. Probably not the right Just not at the price. The thing is, from 13. Going back to the yard, you've got Colts, Geldings, and Phillies here too. Like if they're coltish yeah. in the yard with, you know, there's, there's a lot of um, factors that, unfortunately, you, you, can't, get anything off, you can't get anything off the TV. Racing.com's given up on the yard, which is their call. I'm giving up, rolling up about it. Um, I respect their decisions. Two. No, um, you don't. Well, I respect it's their right to do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, and especially in a big field like this. 
It's kind of like uh, I had a guy talk about a change of tactics yesterday, and they said, "Oh, Ben Hayes said that they'd try and go forward." It's like if you get one piece of information from one trainer, or you see four horses out of fourteen, yeah. it just confuses you more than. You and need, you need to see up. the whole picture. Yeah, you, you want all or nothing. So I'll stop watching them. Josh, for yourself. Uh, I think uh, over the sky for me, I'll take the risk with Mick D from a wide gate. I think I could probably get three wide cover, um, and then be surging late. It's got a massive turn of foot. For those people that are asking on the show about looking at punting form for form, if you've got punting form, do yourself a favour, go to this horse over the sky, look at its start on its first run. I'm not going to say it on the show because I want everyone to get into punting form. Uh, but that turn of foot, uh, even though it's a very slow pace, you'll see that it's got a massive last 600. It splits uh, elite, uh, and that's that's a big... That's a big pearl he's just given yeah. away too. Yeah, so, so it you, can probably, you can probably like follow those through the grades too, so... That's what you want to see in a horse, but that's just one little edge that... Yeah, and I think, out. like, sort of what Josh is saying, that's how you could have found Alphaville at Mooney Valley. Mm. It's, coming, yep. it's coming off a synthetic win, yep. but it savaged it. Yeah, for and sure. And it had no favours there. Yeah. And it ran a huge race at Mooney Valley. Yep. Yep. Race 8, 600 metres, there's a simfold. Up comes the speed map after that. Plain CL's favourite from Heptagon, then Shot of Irish. Those three sort of hold the top of the market equally, just about. Um... Good speed here, boys and girls. Proper, proper speed. I found this quite difficult to map in the sort of sections of the leaders, the midfield and the back here. Um, it would be nice if Holbein comes out, just to make things a little bit easier. If, if Holbein <laughs> came out, then it gets easier. If Sir Coney shot of Irish or Holbein come out, then it's easy. But I think Sir Coney's going to have to cross from 16, and these two want to lead too. This could be one of those races at Flemington where... Three of them kick, one kicks heaps further in front, mm. then they all just cram right back up. When that happens, I want to be on horses midfield, one off, building good momentum as the leaders are slowing. So I'm going to ignore Sir Conan, Shot of Irish, and Holbein. And I think this race sets up really nicely for Never Again, Ollie, Barrier 4. It's a really deep race, but Never Again wasn't suited last start. I think it's best suited at Flemington, it's got the best rider on. It's got a really good gait for a good rider. Um, I think I couldn't sort of talk anyone out of most horses in this race, even horses like Rechevik, who's a track specialist, but just drawing 18 and the price sort of scared me off. But I, I can make a case for all of them, but you don't want to listen to me talk about every horse. So who's got another one? Um, yeah, I was happy at the price to have something on, on Rakovic again, like get the, the positive jock change. Wasn't suited versus the day last start. As you said, good figures at Flemington. Loves Flemington. Yeah, it just ticks a few boxes. And again, like you want to by this stage, you actually want to have an idea of if they're winning in those wider channels, out into the straight. Sometimes rail true, it's more like the inside day <laughs> four to six lanes you want to be in. Um, so I'll be analysing that throughout the day. Uh, if that's the case, I'll, I'll be leaning towards Aishin Rook as well at the price. I thought that horse suck run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was no money for it last start. Again, this is a stable that I really am keen to to get an idea of if if there's any money around for it. We saw yesterday with Shazad. It was absolutely frivolous. Oh, how, how heavy was that drift? Yeah, well, I mean, like, you could have... Sh- I mean, we've, we've seen the stable drift before and when it's sand down. I can't remember what the horse is called because they have, like, the pink hat. Oh, I remember what it was. $3 out of 5 Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, Zara, yeah but, we, no, we were, we were yeah. on the... Yeah. This is why the change of tactics is the complete biggest ever grab of all yeah. time. We were on Meninga, who won for us yesterday yeah. again, yeah. at, like, $14. It started $5 favourite. Yeah. Uh, it was... For the dream thoroughbred seals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Drawn wide. Zara, if the horse is friendless, he's going to yeah. sneak this to last. Sat outside the lead. 
and just beat us. Yeah. So the, the entire market was basically reading, yeah. the, oh, reading the line. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Asian Rook, I thought if there's any sort of market support, I'd be happy to have something on that. Um, they drifted last start. I'm expecting it probably firms here. So those are the two at a bigger price. Never again yeah, goes okay at the track. I just had a few queries if it starts getting real sort of soft and wet. Uh, it has on paper okay figures, but on the data, it's not necessarily a great wet horse. But, you know, I guess they're bigger odds. Big enough odds that you can play a few. I, I, I've got a bet for the for the team here. I have a case of anyone. Josh will hate Radjovic. I have a case. Of no, I'm not taking that. Uh, it's carrying 62 kilos. Yeah, at yeah, the wide gate. 62, hate. yeah, from the wide gate. Um, but it has one at the track uh, on a wet wet surface. You know, it's peak figure. Lindsay's uh, flying too, I reckon. Uncle Lindsay. Uncle yeah, Lindsay. he's flying. Uncle Lindsay? Yeah. Okay. But some of the ones in the market, not for me. Definitely Plain Sale shot a virus after that sort of duel they had last start. Uh, Heptagon, probably not going to... Not for me with the weight as well, again. Uh, can't really find much, but maybe with all the pace in the race, Vasilator gets a chance here. Interesting runner, Noble Boy. Uh, yeah. It has the true detective form last start up in mm. Sydney, which is huge. Wasn't uh, suited then either. Wasn't suited. Yeah. Got through the going really nice. If you get a bit more rain, and it's probably, I think it'll drift. I don't think anyone's going to find it massively because of its 1600 metre query. Never, yeah. It doesn't sort of run it out. But for me, they they were two probably excuse runs. Uh, so probably worth a bet if it gets out to double figures, I think, for me. Jonathan, have you gone? No, I haven't. Um, this is this. I always like this, right? It's you get the all the winter horses over the sixteen hundred every year. Would you, know? you agree that um, Shot of Irish would probably take the sit with Walker on? You've got a good read on Walker. Nah, he'll. Oh, if Sir wants to go and Holbein wants to go, I, I reckon he'll probably give it to him. Yeah, Holbein's drawing three, so that's going to get up inside him. Um, Sirconi's drawing out wider, and it had the two thousand meter run last start, which. I could not believe how strong Sakoni ran out the 2,000 metres for a horse. Thank was God it. it didn't run at all out. Was it? Uh, it's one of my... my it's in my five uh, all-time favourite horses, Sakoni, in terms of winning cash. <laughs> it's actually probably number one. It was, it was this is the 90,000 multi. It was the last leg of that multi, and it won by oh. a photo on, as a three-year-old. <laughs> and then uh, it won at Caulfield one day, first up at $21. Yeah, it knocked, it. it knocked off a good horse. Um, yeah, I got the real greasy It pit. might have been Nature Strip. Uh, yeah. No, and you're thinking oh, of Sam's image. I think Sam's it, it, it had the same colour. So it kind of knocked off a good horse that day, though. Yeah, yeah. But it, and, it, and I was I was on it both. On it for mm. the win and laid the favourite. Sort of the, but I was astounded. But Barry 16 is going to hurt. I thought playing Seal just gets the... the can sit wherever it needs needs to. If Darren yeah. Weir was training her, which she used to, like they thought this this horse was going to be a group horse. Now O'Brien's got it up and going again. It might be a bit shorter in the market because oh, one of the owners used to bet bet like the Watsons in there, <laughs> and bet up big, and he probably still is. I haven't seen him for a while, but um, yeah, Plain Seals are one one for me, which sort of just maps and winning last start was good. Third third up. I'm not completely dis. Counting Mr. Marathon Man at like, massive odds either. It's just one of those horses that could throw something up. But track pattern, I, I think Plainsteel... Plainsteel's bomb-proof bomb for a track pattern. For a track pattern, yeah. Oh, that's why I think we'd never again. So, um, and yeah, Mr. Marathon Man, I'll be having something on probably regardless because it'll be 
Big odds. Race nine, up comes the synth hold, and here comes the speed map. Uh, this race is over the 1,400 metres. It closes out the card. Uh, I found this race pretty difficult to map. There's a lot, a lot of speed here, a stack of speed. Splinter in the Grass backs up off a big effort last week. Uh, Liel backs up off a, a complete barrier trial. That was a change of tactics. There was zero intent. Um, it went that week that so if it backs up here in that yard, it's probably going to explode. Um, big setup job. Beauty bolts flying. Kurame was good when not suited last start. I think the horse that's a bet here is number 11, Power Boom. I loved its run last week. Uh, it backs up. It goes from an outside gate where it was not suited with the way the day raced to an inside draw here, which if it does rain, yeah, I might sound like an idiot now on Thursday because it's drawn two. It probably lands in a coffin, box seat. Uh, I think it's a really good play each way in the last. Number 11, Power Boom. Pistol? Uh, Splendor on the grass is like just a massive flashing light and it wasn't suited versus the day, but I think this is one of those where it's just so obvious it is just a bet. Um, it maps pretty well for me. The second favourite, Cordilla. Is going to be a little bit cast from 16, I think, and although it's different forms, pretty good. I'm more than happy to, to side with Splinter on the, on the grass. And then the, the horse I thought that had a bit of X factor was Windfall for Gate 1 yeah, for yeah. Melon Dwyer. So mm. I'll have something on that at the price, but this just might be one of those where, yeah, it's just so obvious it's the way you're going to roll with it. What do so. you make of number 12? Uh, Karina. Yeah. I didn't find it necessarily. So. Anyone else find that? Hard, right. hard to have. I've half found that too. Yeah, I've, I've had a look at this race. Um, the fourteen hundred so. metres, the wide barriers are historically have a poor record because they run, they jump onto the turn. Um, Ocean Miss gets should get a relatively easy, you know, rolling up front. It did run in better races last year. It's double figure odds. I found it. I also found Kurame because it can unleash. A reasonably good run. I'd, I'd happily back um, Kurame and Ocean Miss at the big odds. Splendour in the grass, grass I found, and obviously Beauty Bolt. It's a strange sort of setup. Uh, Graham Begg, I reckon, is a good trainer. It's got a decent barrier and it stays at 1400. It'll be running on, but. Oh, um, it's, just, it's a really hard horse to profile. Yeah, I mean, it's run fourth in the Oaks. I know, but now it's at 1400. Yeah, but it's run yeah, at 1400. It's it 1400, yeah. It's one, I'm pretty sure it's one first up at 1,400. Like, it's quite a versatile. She's a pretty no, it's never one at 1,400. It's a redoubt's choice out of an encostive. It would have cost a fortune to buy. It won, it, it won at 1,300 first up, this prep. So it clearly, <coughs> it'd clearly like the 1,400. Yeah, I'll so. be working around Splendour in the Glass, Grass Beauty Bolt, but I'll, I'll be backing both Kiramay and Ocean Miss because they're, they're just big odds. And if, if it's slightly leaderish by that time of day, Ocean Miss comes into it. More so. I, I think it's got the... Yeah, it... it when you say there's a lot of speed in the race, I thought it would sort of roll along, you know, pretty close to the top without too much hassle. I think it leads. Yeah, that's what I'm... Well, roll along close to the top without too yeah, much Yeah, but there's a stack of horses that might go, you look, it's on, it's, it's, you can't win from the back today, I'm going to go forward here. There's, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of horses with some early speed, yeah. but not no speed, it's, it's not, which, which can set up for them to go for it and yeah, it goes real fast. It's not a noted... You haven't even got any real noted leaders in this race, I, yeah. I reckon, but... No, that's, that's my take on that, Rose. <coughs> Josh, 
Oh, I was hoping here Splendor of Grass was going to go up, you know, eight bucks or something. But at the price, I clearly just can't have it. I love the quick backup with that flashing light run. Uh, I guess every chance back to its trained on course with Hayes, Hayes, Davenig. Um Probably the one that I was interested with is Cordelia because it's going to get... Actually, they'll probably be both relatively similar position in the run. Uh, but Cordelia might get to the outside nicely with Ollie on wind up down the outside. Her win a couple starts back... Was pretty impressive. That one at uh, Pakenham was... Previous start, she went uh, forward and led. Yeah. She was probably... Yeah, probably ridden upside down that first that first run. Um, got it to settle, and she's clearly going to enjoy a bit further, I reckon. Um, Beauty Bolt, one of my favourites. Uh, but scary here, what they do with from the gate. It could push forward, but at the price, I'm sort of just leaving it. Uh, Paul's Regret, I'm interested on the uh, on the backup. Tricky map, isn't it? Uh, but it's a I think good it's horse. Oh, no, on the backup. But I thought uh, the way it got through the line at Moody Valley behind Kalkani Royal, obviously Felicia coming second in that race was pretty nice for mine. Billy Egan goes on here, who is still flying, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't think anyone's going to be flying on a horse that's got... Moderate speed from 13. He's going to have to get his, use it up or slow it down. Yeah. But I think the ones that I want to be on are the three-wide trail line. Um, so, yeah, Cadilla and possibly Paul's Jurette for me. All right. Best bets and value bets, boys. My best is race eight, uh, number 15, never again. My value bets, I'm going to back a like, Dutch a few in the last year. I want to have something on number four, Kurame. Just a small winning result. A good winning result on number 12, Karina. And the biggest winning result on number 11, Power Boom. And I want to save on number 3, Liel. I think it's just a Mick Kent set up this. And I want to be on the non-mental, uh, like the non-grade upside of the result if he does pull this out. And I'm going to lay... Um, I'm going to lay again this Cafe Tortino in race... Is it 3? Yeah, Cherry Tortini. Te Cherry Tortino, number one, race three. I think it was utterly blessed by the race shape. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to sort of back a bunch of them to sort of roll it here. You just put a rocket up that horse's ass. Yeah, it's completely and utterly blessed. I'm, I might be wrong. Yeah. But. Uh, right up. No, I'm happy to back... Um, I'm happy to back Carlton to beat St Kilda at even money or better tonight. Yes. Go Blues. Um... I reckon uh, they race uh, two. They might have sort of got the market back to front. Lord, Lord Belvedere, 360, and Chapata, 290. I'd, I thought Lord, Bel Lord Belvedere might have still had a couple of lengths improvement in it, the fourth run up, as opposed to Chapata, six. It has been 18 versus it has been like four last start. Yeah, but that doesn't really phase me too much. Um, it has, you know, it's 2,500 metre record at uh, Flemington is uh, 100%, so it could make it, keep yeah. it at 100%. But I'm happy to back Lord Belvedere. Could probably back uh, High Stranger each way in race five. As your value on the card, Jonathan? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of value. Like High Stranger's value, I think Music Bay's value each way in oh, race right. six. Enough, mate, enough. And Kurame and um, Ocean Miss and the last. There's plenty of, plenty of tips. We might as well lay Shepardo if we're back in Lord yeah, Belvedere. Yeah, you might as well not give out every single opportunity on the card, too. Very generous from us today. He's giving you an utter pearl with punny form. And now Johnson's just given away another horse. Tipped him a 29 winner last start here too. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's 
Still can't park your car. Peter, best value? Uh, yeah, best at Flemington. Um, I'll throw up to Great Again, Black Seal. Um, what, that's what they call him? Her Uncle Lindsay. Yeah. The Grey Seal. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, back, have some now and then back it again if the rain comes on the day. Yeah, just that's good. That's good information. Because it's only value. being shortened. Value? Oh, there's heaps of value. We'll just try and pick one or two oh, for the punter at yeah, home, please. Which is the best of them? Look, I'd probably go back to. Uh, I think it was race eight, wasn't it? That was the one. Rakovic and Asian Asian Rook. Joshy, uh, best bet. I'm going to go up to Queensland for race one, number four, Invictus Prince. Hopefully, oh, Matt Smith takes it there yeah, instead why? of the Gold Coast. $5 at the moment, get on. Robbie Fraud is on. Robbie Frad, sorry. That <laughs> <laughs> um, was a slip of the tongue. That was a yeah, genuine sorry, slip of the tongue. Uh, We're not alleging anything. We apologise. Uh, race 7, number 14, is the value bet over the sky. And if anyone can get on course at Chinchilla back, race 5, number 4, silent <laughs> flyer, Isabella Tegg gets the right. She is flying. She'll be absolutely airborne from barrier 3. Chinchilla, race five. Number Jonathan's four. on already. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got, I got the, um, I got a client who owns the panel beating shop in Chinchilla. Of course, we'll get SP. So I'll send him in, dig a, dig yeah. a hole under the fence, <laughs> yeah, yeah. bring him up, put some cash, and go. Man, I need you to do a job for me. All right, that's the show. Long one. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we've got accountable betting information via the mailbag.com.au for Flemington on Saturday from me, Belmont from, and a little bit of Sydney maybe from you, Peter. No chance, Sydney. Shane Shirleyo has you covered in Queensland. I think it's a doubleheader on Saturday, maybe a doubleheader tomorrow. Yeah, Top ahead, you'll yep. find out. And we've got Rob Scurry up there in Sydney. We've also got Cam Dean doing AFL winning week last week. Starting to see him really well. And Tedeschi's flying in the NRL. I hope he's back in Carlton tonight. He is. Go Blues. I think he is, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. We're on the Blues tonight. Uh, but yeah, if you want to have accountable betting advice, your handheld, head to the mailbag.com.au. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for watching.